Hello everyone, you're welcome to another amazing episode of the Nimi Toya Show. My name is Nimi and I am your host. I have a guest with me on the show today and she is Miss Anu Oluwa Olayonju. And how did I meet her on a WhatsApp group some months back? You know, we are having a relationship related discussion and she shared a little bit of her breakup story. Yeah. She has more than one actually. So I don't know the one she's gonna be sharing with us today. So our uh parents, you know, told her I was no longer interested in the relationship some weeks or months to be introduction or something. So it's 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 been long. So I don't know which of the breakup stories she's gonna be sharing today. So she's gonna share a breakup story, one of the breakup stories and she's gonna share with us how she coped. She's also going to share tips on how one can get through a breakup. Yeah, you know, I've been... Breakup is like... It's, okay, don't let me just go deep. I just want us to know that there is no stereotypic way or remedy of getting through a breakup because we handle situations differently. However, I believe, you know, like there should be a common factor or there are tips that could help us or that could help anyone that is finding it difficult to you know get over a breakup and i believe the tips we'll be sharing will be the answer or light to someone's question or confusion hopefully it helps someone it's not like i'm praying for a breakup for anyone but then it happens life happens here so it comes so when it comes what do we do so that's actually the aim of this episode Right, so this episode might not even be for you. You might know someone who is struggling as to getting through a breakup. So it would be nice of you to share with them once you are done listening. So before I bring her on board, it is amazing to know that Miss Anu Oluwa is a young lifestyle Christian woman. She's a medical social worker by profession and a practicing counselor. She's passionate about healthy relationships platonic or otherwise especially among young adults and youth um thank you <laughs> i'm very excited to have you on the show thank you for agreeing to do this with me thank you thank you too for the invite how are you doing today I'm good. I'm very good. All right. All right. So, guys, I'm fine too. Thank you. All right. So, guys, we're going to be talking about getting through a breakup. And it's going to be in two parts. We'll be doing the first part today, where she shares her story. And then the second part next week, where she's going to be sharing how she calls. And she's going to share with us a few tips on getting through a breakup. So, Mama, let's get down to business. But right now, <laughs> can you please share with my listeners your breakup story? What happened? What do you think was the cause of the whole breakup thing? We want to know, we want to hear it. Okay, thank you so much. Um, you know, one thing about my previous relationships, I mean, that has had to end that has been amusing is that all my breakups have been dramatic, <laughs> for lack of better words to describe. They've been dramatic. So I'm just going to like pick one out of okay. the old experiences and share with everyone out there. Okay? okay. So 
I in um, that was about four or five years ago. That was 20, 2015. 2015 okay. to be precise. Um, I started dating a particular guy. He had been my friend before we started dating, and he okay. was um eight years older than me. Yes. Okay. And it wasn't particularly that I fell in love with him as much as I settled with the idea of being in love with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So even from the start, it was more of him being emotionally invested in the relationship. I was still floating and I was still telling him, okay, I'm not sure if this is meant to be, but it was like, oh, you know what? Don't worry. I, I, I have enough love to go around for both of us. That was his exact words. <laughs> so yeah. um, just go with the flow, give it a chance. Let's see if it will grow. And that was what we did, we did, we did for, um, okay, quite sorry about that. I, I think the relationship started um, late 2014, yes. So mm-hmm. we did it from late 2014 to 2015, where the relationship had its ups and downs because of the age gap, you know. Um, he, taught, he thinks like his generation, and I think like my generation also. <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't really easy because of the eight-year gap. Although sometimes it doesn't really like figure in. But one thing I've discovered is that no matter how caring, thoughtful, loving the person is, the person will always think like the generation is supposed to think. And yeah. you will always think you're supposed Definitely. to think. But that's not the contention for today. So we went on and on. But then I discovered that... Um, he was already agitating to get married. You know, men with the, I want to get married before I'm 30. I want to, you know, have my first million before I'm this and that, you know, certain age and everything for achievements in life. So I, I, I noticed that he was getting agitated to get married, but I was not in any way ready to get married at that point. I finished my, uh, my university, um, you know, I, I finished in university rather in 2015. Okay. So I was going to go and serve. And I'm an adventurer. I'm a free spirit. I like to ad- to go on adventures, explore, see the world. So, I, I mean, I didn't like the idea of, you know, being married at that age and at that time. Exactly. So, when you discovered that um, our, uh, that my, my, my time to go and serve was drawing near, it, it came up with the issue of, okay, let's do introduction before you leave. Let my family know your family, vice versa, before you leave. And I know that it wasn't, even though it was, a, it was, you know, it was quite a nice idea. But I knew it was a, from a place of desperation and agitation to get married before it was 30. Okay. So I just knew it wasn't for the right reasons. So, and let's not forget that I wasn't really that emotionally invested. Not that I didn't like him. I liked him enough, but I just didn't really see him, um, you know, figuring into my life for forever. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Exactly. And he was a family friend. So, you know, when some factors are just making it look as if, you know, well, he's a family friend, he's very caring, he's nice to my, my, my siblings, my mom knows him very well. You know, sometimes those type of factors, they kind of take the upper hand, but you are the one that have to like tell yourself, what exactly am I looking out for? Yeah. Okay. So I decided I wasn't going to go into that. I, I told him, see, if you cannot trust me to go and serve and come back, 
you know, without entertaining fear that, oh, maybe if I go and serve, I will see someone else and, you know, get out there. Because that was also part of his fear. He had these security issues. So I told him he could not just let me go and serve and come back then. He shouldn't even bother. What are we in a relationship for? So uncle came up with an ultimatum, rather. And he was like, he was giving me ultimatum of how many days to make up my mind. I was like, oh, wow. I don't do well with ultimatums. Like, it's as if you are daring me. <laughs> Why you give ultimatums? It's as if you are daring me. Don't give me ultimatum. I don't do well with it. But, you know, you were so adamant on us. You know, it is either with the introduction before you go or not. And, you know, what made this particular breakup dramatic is this. Um, some months before then, he said, oh, he wanted to get me a phone because my phone was not good then. And I was like complaining that, oh, why would I take a bad phone to go and serve? That will not be able to cover my memories and everything. So yeah. he, was, he was going to buy me a phone. But because I'm quite an independent woman that do not like any guy holding anything over my head, if things go awry, I told yeah. him that, no, that he shouldn't buy me a phone. So he said, oh, boy, yeah, but he wants to do something for me. So I said, okay, this is the idea. This is the plan. Because I was already done in school also. No pocket money coming in, you know, fresh out of school. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it wasn't as if I had the money, but I just, you know, I just didn't want that type of situation. So I told him this is what we're going to do. I am going to contribute a certain amount of money. You would also contribute mm-hmm. a certain amount of money. At least when you contribute money and you don't buy the whole phone for me, you can't come and lay claim to my phone because exactly. my money is in it. Exactly. You get <laughs> So that was what we did. And we did it for three months. He was contributing um, 5,000 and I was contributing about, is it 3,000 or so? I wanted to buy a phone that was worth 27,000. Do you know that the months when we had the issue about the introduction thingy was the month when the money, um, you know, became 27,000 in an account. It works. It worked in the bank then, okay? It still works in the bank now. So he opened an account in my name. The ATM card is with me. Okay. The withdrawal uh, book also is with me. So it's actually in my name and the money is in that account. But because it's not just my money, we're contributing it. And the money, um, you know, was 27000 at that month when we had the issue. So I asked uncle, um... This um, money that we are contributing for my phone, should I go ahead to withdraw the money and use it to buy the phone? Use it to okay. buy? And Uncle was like, okay. well, that depends on your answer. I was like, come again? That depends on my answer. <laughs> and I said, so you mean that if I tell you yes, we can go ahead with the introduction that I can buy the phone with the money but if i say no then that means you're withdrawing your own contribution and they said yes wow. and i'm like oh wow wow so you think me i know Luba, would tell you yes all because <laughs> i want to buy a phone and you know what i did i just went to the bank withdrew my money from the amount and left this money there i left this money there hmm. And that was the end of the relationship. Because the money signified, I mean, whatever action I took, obviously, signified the answer 
So what he told me apparently was that if you say yes, you can go ahead and buy the phone with my money, with my contribution included. But if you say no, then consider ev- uh, consider um, everything done and dusted with. And I'm like, you know what? I'm taking my money, I'm taking my pride, and I'm walking away. <laughs> and so that was how I walked away from the relationship. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Nice. So I'm very sure, like, after the old breakup issue, do you have to, like, did you feel bad? Oh, no. I did not feel bad. In fact, I I, I felt like... So did they, so it has the part of this that I did not know before. Because to me, it was a petty thing to do. Okay. It was really a petty thing to do. Oh. His contribution was... Like, you know, his contribution was... In the relationship. Yes, his contribution was about 16,000 or so. And mine was 11,000. How much is 16,000? Even if you're not going to, you know... Um, get things the way you wanted okay fine wanted an introduction I was not ready for it it was not supposed to inch it on the money on the money yes yes. childish thing to do so I'm like if the person I call my fiance can do this then there's no future for us like I just did not see us going ahead with that I'm I'm quite an intelligent person you know so I just did not figure like how can you think that way I mean, that's very petty of you to do. And I just decided to walk away from the whole thing. So that was how we transpired. All right. Thank you for that story. I really enjoyed (laughs) every bit of that story. All right. So guys, do tune in next week where she's going to share a few tips on how we can get through breakup. So mama, let's do this again next week. See ya. Right, so make sure you share this episode with someone who needs to hear it. See you next week. Bye.